Victor at number six. Crushes in like a grape. He wants to play. The Glamazon. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it's another week. It is another week. We've decided we no longer give a fuck what day this comes out. It's just going to be sometime. In a week. In a week. Doug's um, a motherfucking monster. Why? So we have cheese sticks. And this this asshole opens it up and says, So do I pull it or do I bite it? Who the fuck bites cheese sticks? And I'm not talking like mozzarella cheese sticks. I'm talking like string cheese cheese sticks. Well. Monster. I don't don't eat them very often. Monster. I probably haven't had one in like three years. Monster. (laughs) You don't forget the etiquette of cheese sticks, string cheese. Yeah, well. Ugh. It was actually pretty good. I was surprised. Savage. Um, Aldi, string cheese, pretty good. Yeah. Don't fuck with their Fruit Loops, though. They suck. Whoop whoops? Yeah. They are shitty as hell. They're actually so bad, our producers would not eat them. That's true. And they'll eat anything. Yeah. And they lick their own assholes, so... I, I've seen him eat plastic with no food on it. Just I've a plastic bag. Floss. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, I feel like outside of wrestling, we haven't really done much this week. I wrapped up the school year. You did? So that was fun. Um, you nannied a couple times. I ate a unicorn snowball, and it was you goddamn delicious. did eat a unicorn snowball. Let's talk about Pelican snowballs. They are fantastic! They're a big chain, so if you have one near you, you should go. Because damn, they're tasty shaved ice. They have a hundred plus flavors of shave ice, and we are... We've been going for a We've been going for like three or four weeks, and we've gone like six times. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we're working our way through various flavors. Yeah. What's your favorite so far? Ooh. Uh, well, so far I've had the pink champagne. I've had... Wild strawberry. Wild strawberry. Frutasia. I had frutasia. I've and then had today you had unicorn. Unicorn. Um, none of them have been bad at all. Unicorn, surprisingly, was probably my least favorite, um, but still very, very you good. You got it just because of the name. You didn't I got even, it just because of the name. You didn't even give a shit about the flavors. You were just like, fuck it, it's called Unicorn, give me that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The pink champagne was really good. and the fr- I don't know. I feel like every time I'm like, ooh, this is really good, I should get this again, and then I get another one, and it's yeah. also really good. Yeah, I've gotten... Probably the strawberry, because that... The wild strawberry, though. They also have another strawberry, which yeah. I plan on getting, too. But the wild strawberry straight up tasted like liquefied, actual, factual strawberries. Yes. And, and I am a that's big a, fan of. That's something that pisses me off in, like, food in America. Cherry stuff and strawberry never stuff. Like cherry. Never tastes like the actual fruit. Banana is the closest. On flavoring, yeah. But it's not even right. But orange, grape, and cherry are always way off base. Yeah, grape is purple. Yeah, it tastes like purple. It does. Like, we were watching 30 Rock earlier, and 
uh, Jack Donaghy is like my mouth tastes like purple. My mouth tastes like purple. I was like, oh, so grape, got it. American grape. And blue Kool Aid tastes like blue. I don't know if I've ever had Kool Aid. You've never had Kool Aid? What type of childhood did you have? We didn't drink that stuff. What? We have like real juice. Oh, okay. Maybe it depends on. Kool-Aid was, you gotta remember, this was before Kool-Aid had, like, the less sugar-free, sugar. yeah. Yeah, it was. That's true. Kool-Aid used to be shitty. Just super crystallized sugar in some colors. So, I mean, I might have tasted it, but I don't, yeah, I don't It came in little, uh, bottles, Kool-Aid jammers or whatever, which were rip-offs of Squeeze-Its. I had Squeeze-Its. Okay, well, Squeeze-Its were basically the equivalent of Kool-Aid. I had Squeeze-Its. Um, but I never had. They had Mondo. Like, there was a lot of those back then. Man. But, I mean, I only got Squeeze-Its on rare occasions. Yeah, special occasions for yeah, Squeeze-Its. Cause yeah, because the sugar content was insanely high. Yeah. I ha- So, you showed me a YouTube video a year and a half ago-ish. The stocked fridge one? The stocked fridge one. Yes. And he makes a super valid point in that video about you could give me just a little bit less... Because every time you open those things... They explode everywhere. They explode everywhere, and then you had to suck that little bit of juice out of the top part. Yep. And you never could get it out. Yep. But you tried every fucking time anyway. (laughs) You're like, I know this isn't going to work, but I'm going to try again, because maybe this time it'll work. Oh, nope, it didn't? Okay, cool. Yep. That video is amazing. Um, If you've never seen that video while she's on this, it's basically a stocked fridge will get you women... And this guy from Chicago basically pretends like his apartment is super fancy and shit, can but it's not. Can we put that on the blog? I can put it on the Twitter. We will put it on the Twitter then, because it's, it's good. It's glorious. And if you're a single male, um, his theories, very sound. It's true. You make, you make a girl comfortable, and your chances increase exponentially. There's Just been saying. something lately that I've had... Probably in the last six months, and I can't remember what drink it is, but I drank them consistently for a while that were too fucking full every time. Every time you opened it, it didn't matter if you opened it in your hand or on the table or what, but it would always explode. And I know there's a particular water bottle that does it. You drank them consistently? How do I not know what this is? I don't know, because I can't remember what it is either, but it, you're, I'm wondering if it was Gatorade. Could have been Gatorades. Could have been those teas you used to drink. That's what it was. It yeah. was the teas. Always full to the very tippy top. I, I don't know how they put the lid on <laughs> when it was overly full. Fair enough. I don't know how that process works. Like, how do you have more liquid than there is space? Valid. It defies all logic. But yes, it was the teas. And they would be overly full every time. And I'm like, I'll take a little less. Yeah. And Give me that half that. a sip less and not have to explode when I open it. Yes. Alright, well. Um, well, that's our show this week, guys. <laughs> so, what order do we want to do this this week? Oh. Do we want to pick first or do we want to do raw first or do we want to do them together? I know, we should discuss this before turning a microphone on, but. But that would require planning, and that's some shit we don't do on this show. <laughs> that's true. Uh, let's start with Raw. Okay, so we were at Raw. Yes, we were. Um, 
Shout out to the Nip Brigade for being there in full. Yep. Hashtag Nip Brigade was repping. And I'm sorry we were so far away from the nips, but we were so for far. free tickets. Yeah, for free is the only way I would have gone to this show. Yeah. Um, I still feel like I got ripped off. For free, you for, got ripped I off. I feel for free. Well, it, I guess because we had to go the buy raw shit. Experience. Yeah. But we got fucking just like okay. So fisted, dry fisted in the ass by Bond's core. Oh, it was not dry fisted. It was very wet. Um, no, but I mean, like, as yeah, far as so, insertion, it was dry as fuck. I don't know how many times we've told this on the show, but we're going to tell it again. We've been raw twice before this. Or I've been raw twice, Kat's been raw once. The first time, I sat on the floor uh, with Derek and April. We had two seats for three people because the people next to us were large. I know they can't help that. But nothing was done to try to accommodate anyone. Nothing was even attempted. It was just kind of shrugged off. So that pissed us off. And then I couldn't see for the entire show. So I had to basically watch the show on the Jumbotron, which at that point, I can sit on my couch and watch it for free. Yep. With Um, no pants. With no pants. The second time I went, um, we went in the handicap box... And they put 45 motherfucking people in the handicap box. Which at max should have like... 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, I called and bitched, and they felt bad, and whatever, so they gave us a couple sets of free tickets. Now, I'd like to say, the Amy Schumer experience... Wonderful. Best experience we've ever had at Bond's Course. We went, we sat down in their little outside area, we had some booze, we had some fruit... We watched people play Giant Jenga. It was fantastic. Then we went in. We saw a good show. We went home. We did. Fantastic. Great time. I don't know if it's the arena or if it's wrestling just draws a crowd we're not as much a fan of being a part of. Well, it, the crowd wasn't necessarily the issue this the time. The crowd wasn't as bad this time. That's true. Um, so... To start off, we're standing outside. Yes. And we're in the, the handicap accessible area, which Doug and I were the very first people. Yep. People, excuse me, in that line. Because I'm insane and go and to we things get there early. Hours early, which is fine. But then other people started showing up, and I feel like there is a pattern. Of when we go to something and there are a ton of handicapped people. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about line or like no. proper etiquette or... Uh, okay, it's... You know how I can't park for shit? Personal space or anything. But you know how I can't park for shit? Yes, you're the worst. Okay. That's the same thing. These people have gotten away with everything they've ever wanted. So they do whatever the hell they want. Because when you're dealing with an autistic child, a mom in a walker, and a grandma with a cane, who the fuck is going to say anything to them? Yeah. I sure as hell didn't. I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. So, there's this entitled mentality when it comes to being in large groups of dis- And that's not everywhere. That, that's Yes, that sounded like a blanket statement. Um that's it's particularly in bad. My personal experience. It's particularly bad in Greenville. Yes. At Bond Scores every time we go. Yes. Um, there have been a few other places too where that mentality shows up. Um, 
Walmart when we're shopping. That tends to be a place where... No one gives a fuck what you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that arguity irritates me. Like, you know how to stand in a line. You know the proper etiquette. You know how to fucking act. Yeah, and we even, like, tried being real nice and, like, talking to them and trying to get... Like, we're kind of helping corral their kid. Yeah. Because he was, like, sticking his face on the window trying to find wrestlers. I'm like, buddy, there's no wrestlers up here. Trust me. You're not going to see anyone up here. You're going to see food and beer. That's it. That's all that's here. And, um, so that was mildly agitating at best. And then, another thing, a guy comes up after a crowd has gathered it's like, hey, I just want to ask a question. Can I get up here? And we're like, yeah, man. Yeah, he obviously wasn't coming to the handicap line. So he goes and asks the guy, hey, I'm looking for this particular entrance. The guy with the arena outfit on... Had no fucking clue. Had no fucking clue what he was talking about. I listened in and said, wait, what did he say? They said the Sandlapper entrance. I'm like, motherfucker, that's around the back. That's like right there. I'm, so I got the guy's attention. I'm like, hey, man, it's right around the back. Just walk that way. You'll see it. It's a huge archway, whatever. It's the VIP entrance. Got pillars. Inaccessible as fuck. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Because we had a pass to use that entrance, and we can't. Yep. So, anyway. Um, um, so then, you know, it, it was overcast when we got there. Yep. And it starts getting darker. 40% chance, I believe, is yeah. what was reported. It 40%ed all over our ass. Yeah. It started off a little bit of spitting here and there, so we snuggled up against the building, and then all hell breaks loose, and the fucking just bottom drops out of the cloud, and it's pouring rain. And it probably only poured for like three or four minutes. No, it... It, it was not that long. It was more than three or four minutes, though. It was a good five for minutes. For the solid... Like, downpour wasn't that long. The but, drizzling and the going away, yes. But it, it rained for a significant yeah. amount of time. And there were people at the entrance who worked there who could have let us in. Yep. I literally watched this old bitch inside look at us getting drenched make the most eat shit and die smirk. Shake her head like, mm-mm, I'm not going to let you in. And just fucking stand there. Okay. Now, it was miserable for us. Yes. I 100% agree with that statement. But you and I can take it. This isn't what pissed me off. You and I are young and healthy and able to handle, fuck, we got rained on. It sucked, but we can handle it. It was awful. Um... There was an old guy there that probably shouldn't have been out in that. Not at all. And um, there was also... And like his... I guess it was his caretakers. daughter and... It was either his caretakers or his daughter and son-in-law or whatever. But they were like trying to cover him with blankets and shield him with their bodies. I'm like, yeah. at that fucking point, let somebody in. Don't also, let everybody in. Let that guy in. There was a very, very old... Several very, very old women... Next to us. Yeah. In wheelchairs. Yeah. Getting just fucking poured on. And I don't mean like, oh, we got a little bit wet. There were two people in particular. You could have wrung their shirts out and swam in the puddles. One guy took his shirt off. Because he was like, fuck it, I'm going to get wet anyway. Yeah. Um, And they just sat there like, 
Sorry. So then, do you want to finish this, or do you want me to? So, Your rage might be funnier, so. So, once it finally stops raining and spitting, I, there was actually a let us in full-blown, like, riot chant that got started at another door that we could hear. Although, um... Because it started lightning and thundering. Yeah, and they like, left it, us out there. It wasn't just some rain. There was... Yeah. And, you know, I took the tickets from Doug at one point because I was like, mm, you're in a titanium chair. It's lightning. These little yeah. paper Is tickets. Is titanium conductive? It's metal. And not all metal is conductive, though. Copper is superconductive and iron is superconductive, but I don't know if titanium is. But not every component on your chair is titanium. But the, the, frame, the frame is. But there's still other... Regardless, I was like, these paper tickets, they're going to go up if Doug gets hit. So I'm just going to take these. <laughs> I want to get into the show if I dealt with this. So my husband can die. My husband can burn to a little crisp. He can be a little crispy nugget. If I will take these tickets and go watch this with Sam and Nikki. <laughs> um, he did not turn yeah. into a crispy nugget, however. Yeah. I've thrown a javelin in a thunderstorm before, so... Surprised for you've fun. ever thrown it, too. Yep. You were like, get this out of my hand! I was like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the, the person holding a giant fucking pole in a... Like, in an empty field. In a, in a thunderstorm, yeah. <laughs> um... So, lightning, thundering, pouring down rain. Not not a pleasant experience. No. So then the people come out. And I'm sorry, I, I'm shocked at how poorly this is done every fucking time. I don't know why out. you're shocked anymore, because they suck. Because it's just... Uh, they have their little person come out with their... Wand. Wand to check... Metal detector wand. And I swear to God, it's like the most haphazard, like, scanning. Yeah, he was just pinballing around the crowd. Yes! Yeah. And they always do that. I'm like, why do you not do it in a... Why don't you say, all right, bitches, scan em, single file line. Next person, walk through the door. Scan them, walk through the door. Scan them, walk through the door. Instead, it's like, oh, did I scan you? Yeah. Yes. And then, okay, when it beeps, he doesn't do anything. Either he did nothing... Or he stood there forever because the guy with the old, the really old woman, yeah, he had to take out. He had like three wallets and keys, and all of them kept going off, and he had to stand there forever. So I don't get that for security reasons. Like that's the most poorly handled. That's the situation. illusion of security. Yeah, yeah. And um, then that motherfucker who has been inside. During this torrential downpour and mm-hmm. lightning and thunderstorm, is standing just under the awning. The, the little like the little itty-bitty awning. The little coverage we tried to get under with we like tried to shove fifty people. people under. Yeah, <laughs> um, like maybe maybe a foot long awning. Yeah, if that. And this motherfucker goes. Oh, I want to move. I'm getting dripped on. You and Sam. You and Sam lost your shit. And I both were just like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Drips, drip. And I was just like, "Did he mother?" And she's like, "Yes." I was like, 
Motherfucking drips! <laughs> You're bitching about drips? <laughs> Here, let's trade shirts, motherfucker. Uh, I, oh my god, I looked at Sam and I was like, this is what a brain aneurysm feels like. Drips! I, I probably said drips. A hundred times. Yeah. Just fucking drips. I think Sam and I were about to beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah, it's a good thing he went in because y'all would have murdered him. We um, did not hide our our annoyance or distaste at that point. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So, all that bullshit goes on. We finally, they open the door at like 6.15-ish. For Which a seven thirty show, the guy was like, "Yeah, they're not going to open the doors until seven. I was like, "If you make us stay out here until seven, I am throat chopping the." Well, shit and they're not going to open the doors till seven. Bullshit! The show starts at seven thirty. You can't get fifteen thousand people in in thirty minutes. In thirty minutes, um, and from the looks of things, it was sold really well. It mm-hmm. looked pretty packed, it was very um, full. but. Probably more full than I've seen it for Raw in a while. Um, so we get in, finally. And the fucking ticket scanner breaks. Right after me. So I'm trying to go in, but I wanted to wait on Cat, Sam, and Nikki. And they gotta go replace the goddamn ticket scanner. And that takes forever. And then we finally get the fuck in. Now, the handicap boxes have two levels. Yes. There's... And this is not the usher's fault. I'm not blaming this usher. He, he did what he's instructed to do. Um, the bottom level is like seats 1 through 14 or so. Yeah. The top level is 15 through question mark. Yes. Um, you shouldn't book boxes with question mark involved. At all. So these two guys show up, seats 21 and 22 don't fucking exist. Their tickets did not exist. And once again, now, this group home was much better um, caregivers than the last group home we sat with. They were very attentive. Uh, They were very attentive. Their people were, you know, aware enough to be able to find a number on the bottom of a chair and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. I actually didn't mind sitting with them. Because last time we got put with an awful group home that was misogynist and racist and it just their caretakers didn't give a flying fuck yeah they just let them do whatever they wanted yeah so that was quite nice and uh there was another guy in chairs sitting next to you he was super nice super nice guy very with it um but and our buddy chris from pwx was there here's my issue and we said this in the car and i probably shouldn't be saying this live But I'm going to do it anyway. Yes, I work in this field. Yes. I have a very special place in my heart for those types of people who need that help. Yeah. And I want all of those people to get every bit of services and care and whatever they need to be as close to functional as they can. Yes. But I shouldn't have to sit with them just because I don't have legs. There is There's no good option for me. Yeah. there, And it's... Both of us are very involved in special needs. We've both worked... Uh, We've volunteered Olympics. more hours than anybody, yeah, probably. It, it is not... 
this is not coming from a place of hate. This is not coming from a place of... This isn't saying that someone who is much, much lower mentally does not have a right to go to Raw. No, they absolutely do. But... That doesn't mean that because Doug has no legs, he should get stuck. And there's this really... There's a catch-22 in that... Well, he is physically disabled. His people are mentally disabled. Disabled goes with disabled. And it's not fair. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, if I had any other option where I could see, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. If I could leave my chair somewhere and go to a regular seat and see, or if I could leave my chair somewhere and go sit on the floor, or if I could even have my chair on the floor near the front and see, those would all be valid options. Yeah. None of those are options. Yeah. Um, and you're not the only one. There are other people. The in guy sitting next to you. Who are completely there, physically handicapped, not mentally handicapped. Yep. It is not to say they aren't both valid. It's not to say that they should be separated. But on the same hand, you should have the option of not feeling like you're at work. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, that's that's what pisses me off. It's not that I'm with those people. It's not that you're um, better than them. Yeah. It's not. They have they they probably enjoyed that show more than I did. Yeah. Especially the autistic kid. He lost his shit. Oh my god, he had He had a blast. However, I have no other choice. I'm not given any other option. I have called and complained and there's been nothing changed. They overbooked it again and it was the same issues we saw last time. And that's what bothers me, yeah. is nobody fucking listens. Um, so, yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure we're, people are going to be like, seriously, dude, about that? But you got to understand, my whole life, I've been put in that situation. People see the chair and automatically assume I need to be with the mentally delayed. Yep. And it's not fun. It definitely... And I like I hesitate to go to disability events because one time Sid and I went. Sid's our friend in a chair. We went to uh, disability awareness walk, and this guy from a group home was hitting on Sid and asking her to jerk him off. Yeah. And he couldn't speak; it was nonverbal. And Sid was younger then and didn't know what he was saying, but I sure as fuck did. Yeah. And it was not okay. There so. is. There's definitely something that needs to be done. I'm not sure how they can fix it. But it is it is a problem. Yeah. It's a problem when... And it's not... It, the bigger issue is that when you've got ADA seating and you have someone who is mentally disabled, they have a caregiver. They yeah. have someone who has to help take care of them. Yep. You don't have someone that takes care of you. Nope. You're fully capable, despite the fact that the only difference between you and a quote-unquote normal person is you don't have legs. Yep. So, it's not, there's not enough space, and it They keep overbooking it, safe. which is a problem, yeah. And it just, it's very, very infuriating. So, to compare, I'm just going to 
compared to the other Raw I've been to. Yes. I went to Raw after Mania. Yes. And I've raved about American Airlines Arena or whatever they're called since then. Mm-hmm. April and I had bought regular seats. Yep. We sat down in our regular seats and a tall motherfucker sat in front of me. Yeah. Couldn't see shit. We go tell them that. And instead of being like, oh, let's get you a booster seat or phone books or whatever, mm-hmm. they said, let us see what we can do. And yes, it took a little bit, but they have a whole handicap section just in case that shit happens. They also can move able-bodied people to that section if some snafu happens with seats like two copies of the same ticket got sold or whatever. We went over there. It was much bigger than that box. You want to know how many people they stuck in there? How many? Ten-ish. Nice. We had enough space to like have wiggle room. Like to yeah, not they're... full stretch out, but we could have moved our shoulders and shit like that. Boss core is fucking no... sardines. Yeah. And that's not safe with wheelchairs. That's stupid. Well, even, even if there hadn't been the other issues that we had... We couldn't leave our seats unless you moved moved all the way out of the section. Yeah, because they overbooked it again. And there was nowhere to put everybody. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, so Bon Scores, get your shit together. I'm probably going to be calling next week to bitch Sam again. Sam was livid. Well, especially because Sam works at Bank of America. She was like, this shit would not fucking fly. Yeah. Panther she, Stadium would ooh. not do that. So. She was furious. Alright, so... So it did not start off well. We're all drenched. Perturbed, to say the least. It, yeah. Um, But the show itself, not bad. I'm not, not gonna lie, we spent, what, 30 minutes trying to find James Drake? Well, that's on you. That's 100% on me. I have dyscalculia, which, um, for those of you who don't know, is basically dyslexia for numbers. Yeah. I don't have dyslexia when it comes to words. I don't flip words or anything, but I flip numbers. A lot. A lot. Um, <laughs> it's And it's a recognized thing. Yeah. It's instead of dyslexia. It's a form of learning have, disability. I have dyscalculia. Um, so the text that he sent me, I just read the numbers wrong. So we spent like 30 minutes trying to find him. Looking across the arena <laughs> to section 102. Where, where the fuck, fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? We finally found him. He was in He's section. to a point. He's to a point. He's taking pictures of, of us, us and like circling, circling us. He's like, look to your right, jackass. He was in section 120. And as soon as we looked in the right section, we found him. So that was exciting. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out two things. First of all, the original four of Stupid and Delicious were all there. Really? The other, the all, the all of them? Yeah, all four of us were there, and we did not see each other. Secondly, I knew three were there. I didn't know four. James Drake and Scoot ran into each other in the parking lot. IRL. Unfortunately, Drake did not take his bitch ass to Chop City. But he deserves it. Drake hasn't taken your bitch ass to Chop City. That's true. He refuses. No. He won't chop half a man. That's what he keeps saying. He made me a fucking birthday promise. That motherfucker's chopping you one way or another. 
we'll we'll see if we can book it into a storyline. It's gonna happen, <laughs> and it's gonna be goddamn glorious. <laughs> All right, so um, Raw itself. What? No, motherfucking Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't gonna start there, but we got like three cruiserweight segments, right? We got we got Lindsay versus Lince Gulak, Gulak on main on, event. Yes. Then we got which was good. It was. Um. I wish they hadn't kayfabe injured. I'm, I hate kayfabe injury. Especially on a show like that. Yeah. I get it on Raw if you're trying to protect somebody. Like AJ Styles being hurt versus Kevin Owens made it not that bad that Styles lost. I can handle one, maybe two kayfabe injuries. At a time. A month. Yeah. But they do, a they'll month. do, they get on a kayfabe injury kick and they do it for like six people. Yes! Yeah. And then there's a kayfabe injury like every fucking week. How long is Cesaro going to wear Kinesis tape? That might be for him at this point. I thought it was to sell the injury, but he's over a year out. Yeah. So I think at this point it might be his choice, not, but not a, his, not I, a I take thing. a lot of. It takes a lot of the story away from me when you kayfabe injury all the time. Well, and it makes me not ever know, like, if I should be upset or not. Because if someone's legit hurt, like if Lince's legit hurt, I would have reached out and sent him a message and said, Hey, man, yeah, you know, get well soon. But I knew he wasn't because he walked out. It, and it was supposedly a shin injury. I'm like, okay, he's fine. They wouldn't have let him walk it out. It takes that away was real. from the story for me. Yeah. It's... It's a cheap cop-out story. It's not smart writing. No. It's, I don't know what to do to make this actually good, so I'm going to injure somebody. I would rather have a smoshy finish. Like run into and shit? Then have kayfabe injury. Kayfabe um, injury, for me, takes a, a lot away from the story. Then we got... What was the other Cruiserweight? We got a tag match, and we have one other. We got... Was it Swan? Swan and Dar? Yes. So we got Swan and Dar, and then we were like, okay, they got to put Cedric on. It's his goddamn backyard. I mean, Charlotte, Greenville, Columbia, this whole zone is Cedric's home. Yeah. Aries music hits, and we go, oh, fuck me. And we were hoping they would at least put Cedric in the tag match. With Aries, because we were in his backyard. Nope. No Cedric. No Cedric. Um, good things on this show. Dean got a huge fucking pop. He did. Um, and I think that opening Miz TV leading to the six-man with the Hardys, that was a very intelligent... Yes. ...written... That was smartly booked. Yeah. The, um, the triple threat main event... Phenomenal. Non-main event, you mean? Well, the yes. 9 o'clock main event? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Finn, and Bray? Is that who it was? Yeah, because it was Roman and Seth in yes. the main event. Yes. Joe, Finn, and Bray fucking awesome. killed it. Um, if that's what Bray can do, why doesn't he do it every time? Finn's entrance live. Awesome. So good. Yeah. That was kind of cool to see a lot of these entrances live that we've been... Watching on TV for so long. Yep. So that that made it kind of worth it. Um, 
No Enzo. No Enzo because no he got Cedric jumped. No Cedric. Yeah, I'm pissed we didn't get Enzo. I wanted the. It was horseshit. Um. So, what the fuck is going on with Kurt and Corey? I don't know. They like set that up. Yeah, and then nothing came of it. And I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Like, and Kurt wasn't there. Yeah. Like, we got fucked. We did. Um, which really sucked. But overall, as far as the matches that were there, they were good. It was a good show. The, the, Except for Titus. The Fuck Alexa Titus. Bailey thing was weird. Okay. Um, I didn't love that. I think it was poorly written. It was very poorly written. And I think the crowd, as good as Alexa is at handling the crowd, when they didn't stop, she didn't know what to do. Well, I just didn't understand. And I think there were two things in particular that really bothered me. Yep. As a teacher who is Having married a teacher to a teacher, talk shit. as a teacher who's married to a teacher, and I am the child of a teacher. Yeah. And both my aunts were teachers. I don't know a single fucking teacher that would stand up in public and talk shit about a student. Yeah. No. Even shitty teachers, they just won't comment. They'll be like, oh, I don't. Or they they spin it like, if he's a hyperactive asshole, they say, well, he always had a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, even, there is one teacher in particular who I straight up know fucking hates me. Which is fine, I hate that bitch too. (laughs) I don't even think she would talk shit about me in public. Probably not. Because it's just, as a teacher, you don't do that. It's just not in your... In your teacher DNA to do that. So that really bothered me. Yeah. And then the whole used to be best friend, like, it made no sense. She was like, yeah, no one wanted to be friends with her except she was the girl that you copied work off of. And I was like, you don't, you can't not have friends and be the person that everyone copies work off of. Like, if if you are so sweet and you let people copy your work and blah, blah, blah. You usually have have friends, yeah. Um, so that didn't make sense either. And then the boyfriend who was like, yeah, I was just dating Bailey so that I could get to you. And then those two started making out. I was like, what the so fuck is this? They should have picked one or the other. Yeah. Like, Alexa digging through Bailey's trash to make fun of her. Yeah. That could have worked. Or, or bringing up the people from the past to make fun of her. That could have worked. But together. But it together was, it was too much. And the crowd. Hated it. Sp- Turned on it almost instantly. Yeah. Like the second Alexa tried to shut down the what's, it was over. Yeah. It, it, it was, was like, fuck you. Greenville, Greenville is a dick of a town. Super, super asshole town. Because if you try to get them to shut up, they just get louder. And it's not in a Philly, like, we hate everything way. It's a, like, southern pride, fuck you, yeah. Yankee kind of way. And it, it was real weird. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else good. The main event was really good. Yes, it was. Um, now, let's talk about that for a minute. I know we talk about this every week, but it's relevant when we talk about WWE. Roman got his ass booed out of the building. Yes. Green, right. Greenville is a town that cheers John Cena. It 
it was an insanely loud, like, we hate your entire existence kind of boo. And I'm be honest, I haven't been amongst that venomous a crowd since Mania when Roman got the belt. Yeah, that was some CM Punk, Marie kind of shit. And what's funny, CM Punk only got chanted like twice the whole night. Yep. Um, so anyway, Roman gets booed out of the goddamn building. Comes in, has a extremely strong raw match with Seth. Like, I'm not going to say like five stars or whatever, but... It's it was good. It, it was a very good match. It was a match you could show people be like, hey, check these guys out. Um that's my new like rating system, basically. <laughs> if you use it to prove If I would use it to prove wrestling is fun, then it's a good match. Um Well that, this match, that doesn't always work because you would totally show people white mic to be like, hey, this is fun, but it would not be what you would show people to get them into wrestling. Depending on who it is, it might. They're in a, like, just weird for the sake of weird. So, Seth is full-blown babyface. Roman is full-blown heel. By the end of this match, when Roman nailed Seth with a Superman punch, because he didn't beat him with the spear, right? He beat him with the punch. I don't remember. Because I think he kicked out of the spear. Um, He gets him out of midair. I think Seth went for his flying knee thing, and Roman jumped and... Superman him to death. And the place popped. Yeah. Roman had won the crowd about three-fourths of the way through the match. Weird as fuck. And not like, oh, he he won. No, he won the whole fucking crowd. Like, everyone was cheering him. And then, yeah. as soon as the match was over, and he, like, his music hit, there were still some cheers, and then all of a sudden... Back to booed. It, it, it was weird, though, because people still stuck around to high-five him. Like, the whole front row. He went through the whole front row, whatever. Oh, here's where we got fucked again. Roman grabs a mic and basically says, Hey, y'all, thank you for coming. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Have a good night. Which, first of all, if he's doing that, he's still considered a babyface. Yeah. You don't do that with a heel. No. Um, no dark match. No dark. And I thought that was kind of weird. Could have used a Cedric Dark match. Yep. And I mean, no it wasn't even like a fake out. It was, alright, Roman said bye, take apart the ring. Yep. Um, so, solid Raw, but I am glad we didn't pay money. Yep. I, after seeing this Raw, I'm, I won't go back to a Raw at the well. Yeah. That's it for me. Like, I, I've given you I'll, enough chances. <laughs> I'll tell you the only Raw I would suggest you go to at this point. If we ever make it to a Mania, you have to go to the Raw after Mania. Well, yeah, Raw, I said at the well. Yeah, I know. I didn't say I'd never go to Raw again. I said I'd never go to Raw at yeah. the well. Yeah, don't go to Raw at the well. And the basically at this point, unless it's Raw after Mania or Raw after SummerSlam, I'm kind of done yeah. with going to live WWE. I might check out a house show. I would do an NXT show again. That was fine. Yeah, NXT was a blast. I... I always forget NXT is still WWE because it's all of our a different caliber because it's all of our indie guys. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, well, NXT is fucking awesome. So I'll go to that. But I'm, I'm saying as far as Raw goes, I'm probably done with Raw. I would go to SmackDown if SmackDown were here just because SmackDown's a better product. Now. And then 205 Live is Hells after. Hells yeah. yeah. 
There's no way we would be um, Cedric then. So. If I don't get Cedric and I see a 205 Live, I'm fucking rioting. Which we yeah, did he threaten. Was, yeah. We did threaten, but we did not actually riot. Because I had work the next day and we didn't have time for that shit. We would have hung out with James Drake longer if I had work the next day. Uh, he also had to get his kid back because his kid was still in school. Yeah. Alright. So that leads us to Extreme Rules. Uh, here's the thing about Extreme Rules. Weird stipulations every match. Which you can't stand, I'm sure. Nope. I enjoy it because I think it's ridiculous. I don't mind weird stipulations as long as they are logical. But just weird stipulations for the, for the sake, sake of, of it. weird yeah. stipulations. I which hate. is what this is. Yeah. Alright. Uh, opener. Mixed tag. Swan and Sasha versus Dar and Fox. Fox. Um, been wa- watch the last two weeks of 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks is not going to make people tune in to 205 Live. They have fucked 205 and the Cruiserweight so badly. Now, and so I just saw something about this before we hit record. Arya Davari is pissed off. Because everyone's bitching about how 205's not that good. But there's no end point. There's no end game. If you're not in the feud with Neville right now, yeah. you're irrelevant. You're just filler. And we love these guys. We love Cedric. We love Lindsay. I love Mustafa Ali. I even love the Other heels. Other than Brian Kendrick, I'm 100% okay. Well, and I don't, here's my thing. I don't need Brian Kendrick. I don't need Neville. And I don't need Aries in my cruiserweights. Yeah. Cruiserweights should be the indie guys who got the call up. And the indie guys need that time to figure out how they're going to make it on main roster. It needs to be like NXT side division. Yeah. But instead, they're trying to make it main roster side division, and it's not working. It's just, Um, they've fucked it up. But anyway, they're doing this Dar Fox shit still, and Rich and Sasha are adorable together. Their dancing was so cute. However... Sasha does not make me want to... I don't want to see Sasha versus Fox. At all. I, wanna see I don't Sa- want to see Fox versus anyone. I want to see Sasha versus Bailey and Charlotte and Becky and Alexa and... But the thing is, they can't write her a new story with any of those. And I yeah. don't know how. They can't. Yeah. It's ridiculous. She is too talented for what they have her doing. She's either the best friend or... Frenemy. Or mortal enemy. Yeah. That's it. That's the only two right. things Vince will write. So, this is in Baltimore, which is Rich Swan's hometown. I believe Dar pulls some heel bullshit and they get the win. I pick Swan and Sasha. All right. Next up, submission match because you know what? I love to watch on WWE. <laughs> submission! Submission matches. Neville versus Aries. If they don't give it to fucking Aries at this point, he needs to just leave WWE. Yeah. Like, and people love Austin Aries. I pick Austin Aries. I do too. Neville's not doing enough to warrant leaving it on him. I said that at Mania and nothing's changed. Alright, um, and that's really all I have to say about that one. Like, Aries better fucking get it. Um... I wish they would let Ares off the leash a little more, because I think he can do a lot more than he's shown. But 
right, Hardy Boys versus Cesaro Sheamus in a steel cage match. Hardys. All right, so I'm doing this for setup purposes only. If they have truly bought the rights to the broken gimmick, there is no better place to start it than a steel cage match. Have Matt and Jeff end up going through like four tables somehow because cage matches don't really have rules. Um, have them end up through a bunch of tables. Have Cesaro Sheamus win and then Broken Matt comes in to avenge their loss of the tag team titles. That's what I want to see. Um, what culture did something with Jeff's tooth? I didn't tell you all this. They basically Matt gets Jeff's tooth from Seamus. Like Seamus was keeping it as a prize. Gross. And Matt gets it. Jeff gets injured. And uh Angle tells Matt, You gotta fight Cesaro Seamus, you better find a partner. So Matt grinds up the tooth and drinks it <sighs> and becomes imbued imbued with the spirit of Jeff. So he like tags himself in and starts doing swantons and shit. Nice. Which would be great. It would be brilliant. And would be a good lead in to the broken universe. However, WWE's not, not that smart. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not gonna happen. Uh, but I still think the nostalgia pop is gonna wear off outside of the Carolinas. And I think they need to keep them feuding relevantly. So I'm going Am I going Cesaro Sheamus? I don't know. That was a long fucking explanation for you possibly not even picking what you were talking about. So um, I'm just going to wait until you actually say what you're doing. Ah, oh, damn it. I got to go, Hardys. Son of a bitch. You're going to make it impossible to win my belt back. No, we went different on Swan Dar. Uh, all right. Alexa versus Bailey and Kendo Stick on a pole match. I have to bitch about something here. Is it on a pole? I don't know, first of all. That's just weird. To make it hard to get, I guess. Yeah, it's a dumb gimmick. Second thing I have to point out. Last year, Hell in a Cell. Yes. We had women. Yes. We had Sasha and Charlotte trying to murder each other with tables, chairs, kendo sticks, and the cage. We also had Bailey and Sasha in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Right. So all of those are great. And we know these chicks are hardcore. Yes. Why is one kendo stick gonna matter? After we've seen that, if you had done this match before that... It would have been like, cool! I would have been like, alright, cool. This is a way to bring weapons into the women's division. Yeah. But at this fucking point... It's just kind of... We have women's money in the bank happening. Which means they're going to be taking ladder shots to the fucking face. And I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be so fucking good! Um, so, Kendo Stick on a Pole, as much as I love Bailey and Alexa, not excited. I choose Bailey. Um, I'm going Alexa because I think she's going to pull some shady shit. I love Bailey, but they're going to. No, you don't. They're going to basically. Say she doesn't need the belt to be relevant. So. Alright. Dean versus Miz. If Ambrose gets DQ'd, he loses the belt. So Miz can pay somebody to come in and hit Miz 
and Dean loses the belt. Thoughts? Is Maurice banned from nope. ringside? Nope. I, I pick Miz then. I am also going Miz. Although, knowing WWE, Dean's gonna like dirty deeds everyone but Maurice. And then it, he won't get Well, DQ'd. if you're going Miz also, for the sake of me trying to win my belt... You'll go Dean? I will go Dean, because I actually want Dean to retain anyway. Okay. Alright. Now, the big Extreme Rules match. Main event for number one contender to take on Brock Lesnar. I don't understand how Brock has gotten away. Like, I know kayfabe, it's written into his contract. Why the Not fuck? kayfabe, yeah. Why the fuck? Yeah, not kayfabe. Why the fuck would you have a belt on, on a guy who's never there? Who is never there? Well, and on top of that, okay. So, when they put it on somebody... It makes then, your shit so irrelevant. But even when there's somebody there... They never have to fucking defend it until the pay-per-view. Yeah. But they fight the same guy every goddamn week. Yeah. And by the pay-per-view, you're like... You're like, I don't fucking care. They can't do anything else. Um, Alright, so we got Finn, Roman, Bray, Seth, or Joe. Finn, Finn, Finn! Cat's going Finn. I don't think they give it to Joe. I think Vince is subtly digging at TNA by making Joe irrelevant. Um... I think Bray might cancel out Finn. Because for some fucking reason, Vince thinks Bray makes new stars. So, ah, oh God. Unless he gets busted for Adderall again, I'm going Roman Reigns. All right. I, I don't see, I don't see how this goes any other way. I would love to see anybody but Roman against Brock. Just because we've seen Roman and Brock enough. The only person I want to see against Brock is Finn, to be honest. I think Joe versus Brock could be fun. I, I don't like and Seth, Joe's style. Seth never got a fair shot at Brock. He got the one at Battleground and Undertaker interfered. So Seth never got his real shot at Brock. So I would like to see that. But, alright. That's it. We picked. Um... Let me just save this for posterity. And, you know, arguing when the belt is on the line this weekend. If you want to get your picks in and you have been on the show, please send them to me by Sunday when the show starts. They are valid until the first match bell rings. So, And that means pre-show match, not main event match. Yeah, so... Um, although it didn't have anything on the kickoff show at the moment when I looked up the card, so that's weird, because there's only six matches total. There will be something pre-show. There's yeah. always something. Alright. Um, do we have anything else? I think that's it. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Um, alright. So, on that note... You can, uh, we're still doing pre-orders yes. for the shirts. Pre-orders for the shirts. Let us know if you want one. Um, also, uh, thank you, Wrestlethon, because we want a prize pack. And it's motherfucking awesome. And it's a lot of stuff, again. We haven't gotten it yet. When we do, we'll... We'll, we'll announce and picture. 
We'll figure out what we're going to give away, what we're going to keep, and all that. We're keeping it on! <laughs> Except we're not, so... Um, they don't know that. Yeah. So, anyways, on that note, follow us at Sad Podcast for all of our Twitter, Instagram needs. Um, Timmy and uh, I are having quite the back and forth on Twitter right now. Go fuck so, yourself, Timmy. So, he should follow us. I don't think he has a response to my... Legless breakdancing it. However, um, there's a show in Chester tonight. If you want to go see the Ducklings and James Drake, go check it out. I believe bell time is 8. So, APW. Um, You can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. You can find the show everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube. Wherever the fuck you want. You can follow me on Instagram at DublinCat, D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T, or on Twitter at CatKelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing.